When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, hoping for a, a good toe, a good suck off Bottas down to turn two. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's Christian Horner hoping for a good toe and a good suck off from Bottas on turn two. <laughs> <laughs> Gents, welcome back once again to the Pit Stop Podcast. That was an absolutely epic race in Austria, our favourite circuit. Mm-hmm. It's a win from Max Verstappen. Leclerc back on the podium. Mm, great to see. Absolutely epic. Perez came all the way from the back. Oh, we've got a lot to talk about in today's third. episode. It was a great race. We love Austria. As you know, it's the fastest lap track. It wasn't quite the performance from Oscar Piastri, which we had no. spoke about. No, but issues with the car, I think. Issues with the car. Lando had a quick McLaren and upgrades coming to Oscar's car next week. Lando driver of the day. I know. Two. There's a lot to get into. Look, before we get into today's episode, I think it's really important that we take a very quick moment for Delano Vantoff, the 18-year-old racing driver, which sadly lost his life in Spa on Saturday. It's crazy because... I mean, we just have a podcast where we joke about all this stuff and we have a laugh around racing. But at the end of the day, there's young kids and people, you know, risking their lives in one of the most dangerous sports all over the world. Yeah, it's uh, something needs to be done about the weather, I think. That was purely a weather thing, as far as I'm aware. I think people were saying that some stuff needs to be changed about the track. I don't think that's the case. I think Fernando Alonso said that's the case as well. It's nothing to do with the track. It was just the spray, the poor weather, and yeah, you you can't see anything. Visibility is so bad. It's not the first time it's happened on that circuit, as we know. So, yeah, thoughts go out to obviously the family and friends because that's that's tough, man. Eighteen years old. Yeah, it's really sad. Max said that you know these young kids they're they're driving with a goal of making it to F1, and hearing Max talking about it, he was saying they're fearless. You know, you know they'll go out in any weather. So there needs to be a level of someone that's like, that's not safe for them to race in that because I don't know how you can see anything. But yeah, dreadful news and uh, thoughts and prayers of everyone involved uh, to the MP Motorsport family. And um, yeah, it was a sad day for motorsport. Yeah, it was. It was. Those lads, they still go out and race after that. The F2 boys were going out and as soon as the news broke, it's you got to take your hats off to these to these guys like. You can appreciate how hard driving is, but then you don't really take into account a situation like that. It proves, you know, how professional they are still Mm. to be able to go out and do it, you know? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. A lot of them were friends of them. You know, you had a lot of people dedicating wins this weekend, a lot of people talking about him and it's just crazy. A very, very sad day for motorsport. It was. However, this weekend also brought some good news because the F1 were trialing out something new this weekend. What did we have that was new? 
they were basically using biofuels and solar panels to power the paddock. I saw that. And I the garages, that. I think, too. So they had them all on them houses just outside the track. Well, not houses, but like the barns not far away. Yeah, there was like a, the load of, a load of solar panels. And they were it, powering. Yeah. That's pretty clever. I, I don't know why they can't do it every race. They must be wanting to do it. I guess race. that, yeah, That's that would be the plan, a goal, right? right? Yeah. You'd have to just build the solar panels everywhere. Yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. I'm down for it. The Austrian GP... Oh, yeah, let's get stuck into that ...has been locked in. Before we go F1, should we go F2? To 2030. You're not listening to a word I'm fucking saying? Oh, I thought you were about to tell me Till about 2030. it. 2030. Yeah, well done, Woo! Austrian Grand Prix. That's um, another seven years. You mm. can see why. Yeah, oh, see oh god yeah when we were watching it you said straight away you like this track and uh, you know i've loved it as well amazing but it's, racing it's a proper racetrack isn't mm, it yeah proper like the red bull ring you watch it and you just you said it's quite small and it is it's shorter but yeah. i quite like the layout of it i like the drs zones there's like nothing i don't like about this track i like the scenery yeah it's a beautiful track in a beautiful place it is the only thing this weekend i was a bit confused and not necessarily over the moon about was all the track limits but i'm sure we'll get into that yeah that was crazy across every single well, i thought race. it was strict on the f1 game but apparently that's how they do it in real life yeah mad turns 10 see that's the, the corner that i struggle with too so it was mad in f3 lot of similarities between me and f1 drivers <laughs> i don't know if anyone w listen and watch the f3 but it was crazy in there because they obviously don't have the speeds of f1 to get everything like suddenly oh they got a three second time penalty in f3 mm. you didn't know for like five ten minutes if someone had a penalty so the whole standings was just all over the place, the yeah. whole race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, saw a bit of F3. That was a wet race. F2 was fantastic. Um, the F2 was fantastic. Yeah, it was incredible, wasn't it, it? it? Mate, F2 impresses me every week. It really does. Like, it just, the racing seems to get better and better and better. And then just when you think you know like what the finishing grid's going to be like, it changes halfway through. Mm, I love seeing someone like different win every week. Seeing Jack Crawford win the, win the sprint, that Hello. was amazing. That was great to Information. see. Information. Ollie Berman from yep. 19th today finished yes. fifth. And yeah. Ollie Mega. Berman is our boy. So let's clap that. Mega. Ollie Berman. That is an absolutely mega drive. Mega effort from Ollie Berman. I heard something really interesting on the comms. Okay. Not the F2 comms, the F1 comms. Crofty, and I think it was Anthony Davidson, was saying on the comms that since Verstappen and Leclerc came along, they've started using what they had learned in the sim or on a video game. Ah, I heard that as well. Did you hit, how mm. interesting is that? So I think they were talking about the first corner or maybe second corner at Austria, mm -hmm. Styrian Grand Prix. They come far like on the on the curb, on the left. Like they, they drop half the car over the curb. So they give them like a wider corner when yeah, they yeah. come in. But apparently people never did that. No. And it's not until this younger generation have come through and they can practice on their sims or at home on games yeah. that they've started doing it. Well, 100%, because there's probably lines and like that riding a curb, you just wouldn't try it in real life because you'd be like, oh, what if the car mm. this, what if the car that? But if you see everyone do it on a sim and they, it's quite clearly quicker, it's about being, a, being able to put it into practice. You, you said on Saturday after the sprint, in the sprint specifically, you could really tell who was a great driver because it's like wet and dry. Yeah. So it's really instinctive. It wasn't quite like that in the main feature race today. It was very dry, but there was so many strategies going on. Some would say bone dry. It, it was bone dry. Some would say it was so it dry. Was bone dry. As dry out there as today. you can get. It was as dry as as you'd want it to be for slick tires. Mm, you looks but like you did a notebook. I did. Yeah, Fab's notebooks was in. Jake's was in notebook swing. was actually in full swing as well. Actually, I haven't got much here. I haven't got. I've actually got 
<laughs> I've got race, safety car lap two, and that's it. <laughs> well, I've got a few bits and bobs. Thank God you're here to save the day. I did actually just say the word full swing. That's the same name as the Netflix tennis show. Hello. And we did actually meet a famous tennis star the other day. We did, thanks to Samsonite. Yes, Casper Rude. We yeah. met. Casper, yes. thank you very much for signing our giant tennis ball, which is now in the pit stop background. Yeah, if you're checking out a clip on the old uh, Tiki Toko Instagram or YouTube shorts now, mm. you may notice two pit stop from Casper Rude on a giant tennis ball behind us. Now, we may have got a little bit told off for getting one of the props in the shop signed. But ultimately, Pit Stop did it again. We they walked a, out of there. With yeah, we got a bit of hazing. <laughs> Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. We seem to manage to get something. It's all, I like the way you say we. Yeah. I seem to remember you were the one that walked out of the F1 yeah. arcade Christmas party carrying one of the massive bottles of champagne. Yeah, or out of that bar in Bulgaria with that Red Bull mat. That was a good steal, though. Yeah. That was a really good steal. Like, or, or the Red Bull cups, actually, from the Red Bull Christmas party yeah. that are above that. our kitchen. <laughs> A lot of stuff. I wouldn't say stolen. No, borrowed. I would say no. I would just say gifted. Mm. No, I would say promoted because look, it's going in our background and everyone's getting the recognition they deserve. Um, we're lucky to have it. It's a great thing to have in the background. What I want to know. <laughs> Tell me what you want to know. I was watching some clips from the sprint. Mm-hmm. I was watching some slow motion clips, and as we know, is it the back of the Alpine moves a lot. The wing. Wibbly wobbly wibbly, jelly. Wibbly wobbly eh? hello goodbye. Right. It's not just the Alpine. It move the rear wing of the Alpine moves a lot, but the other cars, they're flexible, they move about. So what I was thinking was, if aerodynamics are so important in F1, but then the fucking thing's wobbling about all over the place, how important can it be? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but what- surely surely if the air is going over the rear wing and it's doing a little bit of that, mm. surely that's making the wind. But could that be a good thing? Could it be combating the wind? Maybe they're meant to be a little bit wibbly wobbly. Maybe it would slow them down more if they didn't move because the wind would hit it and there'd be no movement. Whereas if it moves a tiny bit, say wind's coming in from like an angle, the 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 wing, the rear wing can kind of like adjust and take the wind hitting it better yeah no yeah yeah maybe there's a reason yeah, they maybe. move maybe maybe well if it was completely rigid <laughs> it would just be brittle and it would fall off yeah so it has to be able to move right so it doesn't fall off the car it needs to be able to bounce and that but they spend so long designing this fucking floor of this car or the wing of this car so it's like millimeter perfect less than that nano centimeter whatever you want to call it and then it wobbles about <laughs> all over the place in a race i just want to know how much that affects that the actual error of the car i mean i'm wondering i, I mean I'm you ask me like i'm gonna be able to tell you well, I, I have no idea i'm wondering if adrian Newey even thinks about that well i saw adrian Newey standing you see there in sainsbury's <laughs> yeah in sainsbury's what, what no was he, he was doing? standing in sainsbury's yeah picking up a chicken korma he was he was putting a picking front wing a on, a, on a trolley so he <laughs> no. could get around the supermarket <laughs> because blokes hate shopping we do i hate shopping now adrian knew he was standing outside mclaren outside lando's car on the grid was just standing there with his notebook for a little bit and you could just see him looking at lando's car and i found that interesting because it's clear that mclaren have bought upgrades just to Lando's car for Austria. He got driver of a day, finished fifth. Not Oscar's car. No, Oscar didn't have it. But Lando was amazing in qualifying, practice, sprint. You know, Lando is great at this track. So two things. One, 
Lando needs to come and set a lap on the pit stop fastest lap mm -hmm. because Oscar is currently top with a 105.931. Lando Norris is rapid round here. So Lando needs to come and set his lap. That's, he does, he does. That's the first thing. Secondly, is this the comeback for McLaren? I mean, if Lando's able to go and get fifth in a race like that, I think Oscar will be top 10 with that same car. I'm pretty sure Oscar will get the top 10. The comeback to where though? Where are they coming back to? I think their battle is more like where they just where they come from, where fourth. have they gone, where are they going, Cotton Eye. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Like they want to be at the front. Yeah. Like where are they really coming back to? Yeah. But just getting in the points and having a car that could potentially battle for the podium. I think our issue is that we haven't been watching F1 long enough. Mm. I think this just happens throughout the season. Really? I don't think anyone's making a fucking miraculous comeback. Like, even though every like, episode first we time it's world seen, oh my days, Mercedes <laughs> are making a comeback. Like, nah, bro. I think cars just start off at the start of the year, especially because this year, you know, last year was the new cars. Mm. They're still adapting to it this year. You get halfway through the season and you figure out what's going wrong with the car and how to improve it. So, you know, every team's made a jump. Williams have made a jump. Williams have made it. What a drive from Haas, Alex Albert Haas today. has made a fucking jump. Yeah. With Hulkenberg and everything else. Like, the cars are all getting a bit quicker. And I wonder whether you get to the end of the year and the gap between Verstappen and everyone else isn't as much anymore. Because maybe they've just blasted all of their upgrades at the start of the year, come through fucking mm. guns blazing. Well, it's like what I was saying a couple of episodes ago about Red Bull probably working on next season's car already. And did you see the Hamilton interview? Yeah. Hamilton is not happy boy because he said that there should be a date that the FIA allow the teams to start working on next year's car and saying like Red Bull is so quick this year, they've used up budget from last year, all this stuff. But then he was unable to notice the fact that Hamilton won for so many years in a row. You know what I mean? Mm. Hamilton won for so many years in a row. Mercedes won for so many years in a row. And now Red Bull winning constantly. Mm. And it's instantly like, there should be this. There should yeah. be this rule. There should be... I just find it nuts. Max like, said the same thing. It's like, yeah, when they were winning, they were never complaining. Yeah. It's just because they're not winning now. No. It's, it's, what you, it's naturally what you would do. You, as, uh, if, you're, if you're not winning, you would do anything you can to stop the guy from winning. Mm. But... Um, let him have it. Look, Max was a Red Bull. Max was incredible. What what Max did today? Okay, we all know he's going to win the race. He's in the quickest car. Mm. But the one thing that made me realize today the kind of person we're dealing with was on lap seventy, when he pits for softs, yeah. just to get the fastest lap. He has a twenty-five second advantage. He comes out the pits with a three-second advantage to Leclerc. Disgusting. And he still gets the fastest lap. The craziest part was he comes out, yeah, three seconds ahead of Leclerc. Mm. You've given up 22 that's seconds. That's tight, bro. That's really tight. He trusts that team so much. And the team trusts him. They believe he'll get fastest lap and he I, believes that they won't mess up. I truly thought that they were going to mess the pit up. Me too. It was like written in the stars, wasn't it? He's going to come in. Because the, the, the clip that we yeah. could have made from Cal saying he touches the car every race. And yeah. if he had gone and not won it now, that would have been absolutely unbelievable. I think Cal definitely did touch the back of the ball. That's safe to say. It, was, it was very... And Perez. I think he did. Wow. Perez today. Yeah. Perez started in 15th. The geese have started in 15th, finished third. It's what, he, it's what Perez needed. Perez has to do that, doesn't he, really? He, uh, yeah. I think the mind monkeys were taking over a little bit mm. of Perez. He, he wasn't, he hasn't been in the right frame of mind. The sprint didn't quite go his way, I believe. Nope. Um, because his result was... <sighs> 
in I've the got sprint. a big brain there because I was in just thinking sprint. about him in quali because this is like the fourth or third race he didn't make it into Q3. When there is a sprint race, I do get confused yeah, between the quali so result, the sprint quali result, the quality. yeah, the sprint, the fucking race. I do like it though. I know a lot of people are opposed. Get the uh, sprint to the sprint. Get race. the full sprint finish up there because only the I, top eight get points, don't they? Yes. In the sprint. Yes. Which uh, someone from the paddock who I won't name was telling me. Um, that that is the the reason that they specifically don't like the sprint race because if you're if you're finishing 19th and 20th, it's the same as finishing 9th and 10th. Mm. There's no point fight fighting. For, no, is there? No, nah. not really. Nah, not in the sprint. No, because if you crash, you're going to spend so much money. Or if there's damage, you're you're fighting for nothing. Yeah. Like, these points are worth millions of pounds. Sorry, Perez came second in the sprint. Oh, yeah. Bro- <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of quali. I, I knew that he had a treacherous yeah, quali. Yeah, it was quali, wasn't it? But to it? come second in the sprint then, and third in the race after that weekend. Yeah, happy boy. And also, Leclerc should be a happy boy, like I said earlier. Back on the podium. The Ferraris are looking good. Signs was looking really strong. Signs all weekend look quick. Pressing Leclerc on the mm. on his gearbox, on his tush. What did you for think about race? that? What did I think about from the a whole strategy s- point of view? If you were team principal at Ferrari, what what's going on there at the moment? I don't know. All I know is Signs should not be happy. Mm. Signs, he was being told to stay behind Leclerc when he was clearly faster than him. Yeah, he was. I'm fairly sure he had Lewis. Up his stinker the whole time. Up his stinker. Right, up, up him. <laughs> Sponsor's whole, not going to be happy with that. <laughs> the whole race, right? Um, so that's one thing, saying don't pass him. And then they did some weird pit halfway through where they, they double stacked. Mm-hmm. Leclerc was first, brought signs in. He had to wait. Same thing that happened in Monaco, you know, it's earlier, but reversed. Um, all over the place, man. I don't know. I just don't know what's going on with that. You've got two class drivers. Mm. And they're, you know, it's, I almost feel like they're getting the mick taken out of them a little bit. It definitely feels like they prioritised Leclerc a lot. I mean, if I was Sainz, I'd be pretty pissed. Like, on lap one, he was... On literally the first couple of laps, right at the beginning, he was ready to go past Leclerc. And I wanted... I actually wanted him to, because I felt like he would be better to chase down um, Leclerc. But then, obviously, at the end, Sainz did a mega job of defending Perez, Mm -hmm. which enabled Leclerc to get a second. So you've got to look at it like, were the team planning the whole time for that to happen? Yeah. Because some people were doing a two-stop, some some people were doing a free. And like you said, with all the um, the warnings flying about the five-second penalties mm. for the track for the track limits, crazy. I know, ridiculous. Everyone was doing it. You heard every single driver on the radio saying, "This is BS." Yeah, but they were all quite unhappy about that. And then it made me think: Has it not been like that every year? No, because it's only the last few years that they've started doing it. It what, before like tra- what, no track limits before. Well, it was only if you gained an advantage. Okay. Whereas now it's not. It's like you have to stay within the white lines completely. It doesn't matter whether you gain time or lost time. If you go off the track, you get a penalty. Mm. Well, Crofty was saying on commentary that the reason we saw so many in the F2 race, the sprint, I believe, yesterday, sorry, the F1 sprint the other day, was because the wind, when they're going around them corners and you're used to a certain line, if it's windy pushing like left to right, it pushes you further so even though they were on their racing line, like with the weather, mm. wind, everything, the dirty air from the car. Bit of turbulent air. Them, turbulent. That's another thing I feel like I learned about this weekend. I've never really, never really like thought anything about turbulent air before. Yeah. And now you've learned all about it. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about it? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, basically, it's like when you're behind a car, but you're not within a second. So there's like all that dirty air behind it, just oh. slowing you down in your way, getting in your aerodynamics. Isn't yeah, it? getting all getting all up in your grill, in your face, and all that. Where did someone's tire after Leclerc's tire in F2? That was a shame, wow. wasn't it? Yeah, dangerous. Very dangerous. Poor, uh, poor Behrman could have had, you know, he could have ran into that tire. That's, yeah. I can't believe that happened. I can't believe he got around the pit, got out of the pits, got around, you know, half the track pretty much before the wheel came off. Yeah, you'd think it would come off like quicker, wouldn't before you? Before even noticing it. How does that even happen? Yeah, I wonder whether he'd feel that straight away. But surely that does that. Surely that can't happen because on the wheel guns, they have, maybe it's different in F2, but in F1, they have the green light. Mm. you know like Callum said on the wheel gun that you know it goes green you know you've yeah maybe they don't have that F2. their pits are very different in F2 aren't they it's slower because there's less people but surely they use the same wheel guns mm. surely you wouldn't use different wheel guns speaking of F2 mm -hmm. another new graphic uh, which came out was the biometrics oh on uh, Vesti and it's always funny right because whenever F2 try something new it's always really early in the morning you and me have been up till like 2, 3 a.m. working. Yep. So we get up, right? It was like about 8, 8.30 for the F2 today. A little bit hazy. Uh, still probably in a bit of a dreamland. Do you know what I mean? And I see this graphic on the screen and I always feel like, am I just seeing this? But no, it was real. It was a lovely surprise. It was biometrics. Basically, they have a heart heartbeat sensor on there to show how fast the heartbeat of the driver is going. Mm -hmm. So we saw, who, did you say it was It was Vesti? on Vesti, it was on Vesti. As he was doing an overtake, thump, thump, thump. It was amazing to watch how when he was like in certain positions really low and then yeah, at the end of the race, when there, there was that amazing battle at the end of the F2, there was like four cars going for the podium, mate. Behrman was right there was at the epic. end of it. Oh, it was epic. It was, it was fantastic. But it, these it little really graphics was. for me make the race so much just little bit, little bits here and there, make mm. it more exciting. I like it. I think they should do more of that in F1. They should show different stuff. They, I, I'm sure they will probably try and do that in F1 because it much, definitely works. How much, uh, you know, how long it's been since they blinked? Blinked. <laughs> it's these ideas you yeah, break down. Yeah. How, much, <laughs> how bad they need the how toilet. How much they need a wee. <laughs> yeah, that's written down. Are. How sweaty their palms are. Yeah. How much? How much they've sweat. How you much can do they've everything. Drunk. Because can you imagine seeing like, you know, Esteban Ocon pinging around? His bladder's full. He really needs that wee. <laughs> oh, Esteban's weed on turn four. <laughs> As you can see, he's significantly quicker now. <laughs> what are we going to say about Nick DeVries then? Because we're going to have to talk about it. There's nothing I can say about Nick DeVries, mate. There's nothing to be In said. In the last couple of eps, we've obviously said about what Christian and Helmut Marko have been saying. It's been confirmed by Sky Sports this weekend pretty much every time anyone talks that Nick DeVries is under significant pressure and it wasn't a great race for Nick DeVries today really apparently they told him four races today was one of them so three races from now if it doesn't change Jake's prediction of a mid-season driver swap will be happening that's where we're at who said this Helmut Marco has said well it's three races now so it's British Grand Prix and then two more. If he doesn't improve, it'll be a driver swap. Helmut Marco has said he's swapping out Nick DeVries in three races time. If he doesn't I don't improve. know if he specifically so he said, said them that. open words, but yeah, that's pretty much where we're at, yeah. Pretty much where we're at. <laughs> so he hasn't actually said those I mean, words. I don't have direct proof from right. him on WhatsApp. Right, but Jake Boys is still going to have his correct prediction. 
Yeah, I think it might happen, mate. I think it could happen. We've got some fun! <laughs> we've got, wait. guys, we've got a couple <laughs> we, of fun segments. We have I don't, got a couple of fun segments. Coming up, I can't wait. I just We're can't not wait ready for, for them yet, okay, Yes, we are, mate. We're not. We are. They're so fun. Yeah, it was a clean sweep for Max for Schnapples, really, wasn't it? That's now 10 wins in a row for Red Bull. That's nine this season and Abu Dhabi last season. And it also Ooh, means consecutive. Max Verstappen, yeah, yeah, 10 yeah, wins nice, in a row. Nice, and nice. the record is 11. Oi. The record ever is 11, McLaren in 1988. Oh, it's been a while then. It has been a while. Christ. Imagine that's beaten. Not only that, Max also overtook Senna today. Overall weight oh, race yeah. wins. They what were both 40. Waste. <laughs> Overall waste wins. 41. 41. <laughs> they were both on 41. Max is now on 42. Yeah. Yeah, nice. the people ahead of him are Alain Prost. Wearing my Senna t-shirt 51. today, actually. You are wearing a yep. Senna t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we do have a bit of fun, actually, because Fab had an idea for today's pod, which is actually really funny. I can't take this idea. Oh. I can't. I can't claim it. Who's, whose idea is it? Where did we see it? I'm going to have to name drop the person, actually, because they deserve full credit. We received a DM from uh, Catherine Amber. We didn't reply to you, Catherine, if you're listening. I'm sorry. But she sent us these videos that she'd done on TikTok where it basically shows an F1 driver's teeth. Mm-hmm. And you have to guess which F1 driver it is from their teeth. Yes. Uh, so we've come up with an idea. Jake has photoshopped together three different F1 drivers. Yep. And we're not doing that bit on the pod, are we? No, we won't be doing that bit on the pod because that wouldn't work for audio. But what we are doing... But what have you done, Fab? Fab has found some audio snippets from F1 drivers or people of the F1 world. Okay. And I'm going to basically play them to you and you have to guess who it is. Who it is? Just who it is. Well, if you can guess what they're talking about, then you gain an extra point. Okay. But then some of them are like that, some of them aren't. I'm going to sneeze. Uh, a two. Bless you. You're going to go again? I might go again, yeah. One more, go no, on. No, we're good. We're yeah? Good. Okay. So, yeah, some of them are a bit cryptic. So, like, if you can guess what's happening or what's going on in it, then you gain an extra point. But I've got ten of them here. Um, and I just want you to give me who you think it is, essentially. Everyone can play along at home as well. That's the best thing about this. Yeah, you really can, yeah. How, how long are they? Short. Short and They're sweet, short, yeah? short and sweet. All right, well... Roll on then. You want to hear these puppies? Should we roll into number one? <laughs> Show me the puppies. <laughs> what on earth is that? What on earth is that? Yeah. <laughs> I have never heard that in my life. You've never heard that? No. You want to hear it again? Yeah, one more time. It's the last time you're going to hear okay, it. Okay, okay. Ready? Yeah. I'm gonna just. I um. Is it Lando? Is that Lando? Final answer. <sighs> yeah, I probably will final answer that as Lando. Correct. Yeah, it's Lando. <laughs> it is Lando. <laughs> Ferrari friends. He was on the grid, and I think he saw someone from Ferrari. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two. Number two. Here we go. Number two. He ran into me with a really scary face and nearly got bites from Wolf, so definitely not Wolf. But it's Yuki. <laughs> okay, it's okay, definitely yeah, Yuki, yeah, yeah. but what's he saying? Yeah, point, point. If you guess what he's talking about, you can get, you <laughs> what get is he, What body. is he talking about? <laughs> he ran into me 
with a sc really scary face and nearly <laughs> got bites from Wolf, so definitely not Wolf. He ran into me with this really scary face and I nearly got bite by a wolf. That's pretty much what I've got from that. I'll give you two points for that. I think that I, th I think he said there was a wolf in his garden and the wolf was looking at him with a scary face. Maybe I got that wrong, but that's I'm I'm fairly sure that's what he was talking about. Or he's about. talking about Total Wolf. Maybe Total Wolf scared him in the paddock. I don't know. No. Potentially. I don't know either. I, I don't know. I don't know. But so you're on two out of two, mate. Yeah. How are we going like to score that? How are we going to score it? Well, it's four out of four, maybe. Yeah. I felt like I'd quite easily get all their voices. I feel like this is going to be pretty easy. Do you? Do you? Yeah. Well, thank fuck you've said that because I'm going to mess you up right now. <laughs> maybe not this one, but there's some, there's some coming up. There's some in there. I'm hoping for a, a good toe, a good suck off Bottas down to turn two. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's Christian Horner hoping for a good time and a good suck-off from Bottas on turn two. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear that one again. I like that. Well, hoping for a, a good toe, a good suck-off Bottas down to <laughs> Class. Oh. That's fucking class, that. Oh. All right. What are we on? That was three. This is four. So what are you? I've, Six I've, points. Yeah, I'm not getting anything wrong here. Six points. Everyone loves pancakes. That's really my only weakness. I wonder who that is. I've gone okay, completely <laughs> brain dead. Play it one more time, please. Everyone loves pancakes. That's really my only weakness. Yeah, it's what Lewis Hamilton said he loves pancakes. Yeah, yeah, this is quite easy. <laughs> so, you literally played you know me a video of Lewis Hamilton I searched, for, I searched for so long to try and find... What were you thinking that I wouldn't know their voices? I don't know, I don't know. Some of them you won't. Really? What's this? Are you sure? Wait, hang on. One, one, two, three, four. This is five, right? It'd be nice if I didn't know one. I'm still a virgin. Max Verstappen? Yep. I'm still a virgin? Yep. <laughs> This has gone to absolute uh, shit. Where did, you, where did you pull that bit of audio from? <laughs> from him saying he's still a virgin. Well, he just said that in a random interview. Uh, he said, when I was 18, I was young and innocent and still a virgin. And I am. Uh. This is number six, I think. Yeah, if you can give me a couple of sausages. Some sausages for me. I'll be barbecue. Wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, he's asking for some sausages. Thank God you don't get this one straight away. Sausages. I need that one more time. I don't, don't know who that is. Yeah, if you can give me a couple of sausages. Some sausages for me. Ah, it's, I can hear a French twang. Uh -huh. A French twang. That's Gasly or Ocon, but I don't think Ocon sounds like that. So I think that's Gasly. Are you sure? I'm not sure, sure whether Gasly likes sausages or not. Are you sure? No, I'm not. I, at last I heard, Gasly was a vegetarian. Is it? You can get vegan sausages, though. So, final answer, Pierre Gasly. Correct. Thank you it very much. Gasly. Linda McCartney. Your big monster is touching you in the back. Your... <laughs> what? <laughs> Here we go again. Your big monster is touching you in the back. Your big water is touching my back? <laughs> Your big balls are touching my back? <laughs> What? Who is that? Where are these from? Um, in a way, it sounds a little bit like Yuki, but I don't think it's Yuki. I think it's um, 
like a K-Mag. A, maybe a bit like a K-Mag kind of voice. One more time, please. One more time for the camp. Yeah, yeah, one more time. Your big monster is touching you the back. Ah, I don't know. Um, it's not Leclerc, is it? <laughs> is that Leclerc? Have I gone one more time? Have I gone completely brain dead? Is that Leclerc? Your big monster is touching you the back. Oh, no. <laughs> what are they saying? <laughs> Who is that? And what are they saying? Do you give up? No, I'm going to say Kevin Magnuson. <laughs> okay. Is it not? Is it not Kevin Magnuson? No. Who is that? It's Yuki Sonoda. Oh, you did. I didn't think you'd do the same person twice. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's him and Gasly playing Twister. Oh, because I thought it was Yuki, but I didn't think you'd do the same person it's, twice. It's him and Gasly playing Twister and him saying, your big monster is touching my back. <laughs> Next one. What the f*** was he doing? Honestly, is he a f***ing f- or what? Wow. Someone's got some anger issues there, haven't they? <laughs> it's so easy to guess who that is, mate. Okay. It's George Russell. All right, but give me when and where. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, there's fucking 20 points to get here. I'm going to say the race. I'm going to say Baku this year when him and Verstappen collided on the first corner. <laughs> Do you want to hear it once more? Yeah. <laughs> what the f*** was he doing? Honestly, is he a f***ing... I mean, I've never heard Georgia angry, and he got angry in back in the first yeah. corner, so I'm really? going to say then. Really? When, what is the correct answer? It's when's only it one from? point. When's it from? It's when he smashed up Bottas in Imola in 2021. Oh. When he was still at Williams. Oh, we weren't watching. 20, 2021? We weren't watching. Oh, no. We watched back. We went back and watched it. Though. At the end. Oh, yeah. Highlights. But I don't DTS remember that well. exact moment. No, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I just found it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Fucking hell, I thought I had 10 here. It's about 50. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for us. Do it for Scotland. <laughs> Don't do it for me. Don't do it for us. Do it for Scotland. Who's Scottish on the grid? Coulthard. Ah, could I have hit the jackpot? Is that David Coulthard? Is David Coulthard Scottish? You've met him, so if you if you don't know if he's he's Scottish, don't make out that's like an unheard of thing to think of. Surely you would know if he's Scottish. You've met him like three times. He doesn't have a fucking sign on his head that says I'm Scottish. But you've spoke to him. Does he sound Scottish? Mate, every time we've met Coulthard, it's been a bye, right? <laughs> you still know if he's fucking Scottish. I can't right. remember that. I was drunk, sorry. I thought <laughs> I thought you were Spanish. All right, <laughs> All right I'll find a lot of David Coulthard. Because he's the only tie to Scotland I can think of. It is, in fact, Lance Stroll. Oh. It's Lance Stroll doing a Scottish accent. Here we go again. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for us. Do it for Scotland. It's wow, not bad. that is not bad it's for not Lance. bad at all. Yeah, because he's Canadian, so he's got an accent as well. This is the last one. Okay. I don't know if it's any good or not. All right. I hope we're finishing well, on the other good ten one. have been terrible, so... <laughs> well, you should have got ten right, then. <laughs> like I know, exactly by millimetre to average <laughs> size of a big fever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Valtteri Bottas. Yeah. And he's talking about his average-sized... 
I don't know. It bleeps. That is for the mind to run wild with imagination, I'm guessing. Oh, wait, no, you should know this. Really? Yeah, you should know. Oh, really? You should know that. Why? Yeah, because it was the thing. It was a, it was a meme. It was a meme. A meme. Bottas likes to get his arse out. I know that. There's pictures of him all the time with his arse out. Yeah. Is it to do with that? Mm, I can't give you tips. You don't really have an average-sized arse, though, do you? Nah, not really. I don't. I wouldn't say they're all shapes and sizes. Yeah, I welcome it, and I love all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, mate. I don't know what you want from me here. Yeah, it's Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, he was talking about he knows the average size dick length of a beaver. Oh, yeah. How do you come to find that out? Uh, during a quiz at Christmas over the Christmas break with some friends and family. Oh, yeah, that's how he found out. Ladies and gents, let's put our hands together for possibly the worst segment on Pissed <laughs> yeah, Up we've ever done. Let's all clap Fab's amazing thing that he put together. Oh, come on. A bit more effort, please. I tried. It, it took up 15 minutes. I think the people at home no, may not have found it easier than you. you all right? minutes. That took you hours. You were sat there putting them audio clips out bit by bit. And you were laughing as well. I know. I was having so much fun. Some of them were really crude. All right. Some of them were too rude, too R-rated for pit stop. Yeah. Because we're GP now. I mean... <laughs> I mean, we're PG. <laughs> We've never been GP, but we're PG now, all right? We're GP now. <laughs> yeah, guys, we've stopped swearing as much. We're GP. Yeah, every time we swear, it's... <laughs> we have decided we're going to mute all the swearing in the guest episodes because I think that's just a much nicer thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll definitely be doing that. But that is the end of the Austrian Grand Prix. I've got a few little bits and bobs here that I just wanted to go through before we get there, though. I do have to say, straight off the bat, I, I'm going to go on record right now and say that I think the Austrian Grand Prix was one of, if not, the most exciting race of the year. Okay. Including F2. Yeah, 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 definitely. The, the, ra the racing that we watched this weekend was effing, meowing, <laughs> phenomenal. My favourite of the year, for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. Like the whole weekend, like Straight you said, they're including F2. Yeah, the sprint, I think the sprint was amazing. Yeah, I think that's what it was. We had sprint racing on Saturday, so Saturday was a bit more involved, you know? But then apparently the drivers wouldn't want, we always say there could be a sprint every race, it'd be great, but apparently the drivers wouldn't want it. And to be fair, you can see it. It's a lot on them. Mm. Like, without the extra practice and the sprint shootout and the sprint. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot to ask from drivers to say do that every weekend. My dad was saying they look stressed. Mm. The drivers look stressed. and Yeah, it is a lot. But, you know, luckily it's not every weekend. So fucking suck it up because we want to watch it. So <laughs> it's part of the job. That's why you get paid so much, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm I sure there's plenty of other drivers that would want to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but exactly. What is it? How many do they do a year? Is it six a year or is it less than that? Is it three sprints? Six sprints I think there's four or six sprints at the moment. Something like that, yeah. I, I, I welcome it. I, Oscar I, Piastri's neck is big, isn't it? Yeah. He's got a big old neck now. Yeah. Well, we just thought bring that up. All right, thanks. For, sorry for cutting you yeah. off. You can no, go back now. I mean, it's big. Yeah, Oscar Piastri's got a big neck. Big juicy. Just comparing to him on our pod. He big sat there on boy. our pod and he looked like a young boy. Yeah. Like it looked like he hadn't been taken into the f1 world yet and now you look at him his neck is massive the size of mine yeah, yeah. your neck's pretty big as well ever since yeah. you started hitting the gym mate uh that's ever since i ate all those chocolate bars my, chin. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> my voice has changed my neck's got massive now 
Look at that, look. Formula One driver in the making, mate. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Pit Stop. All right, I'm sorry for shouting in your ears. Maybe we should do more of a quiet outro today. Yeah, let's do that. Let's have a quiet chat, like a quiet always outro. So, uh, so loud. But guys, we want to thank you for listening to Pit Stop this year. Um... We're back in the charts, guys. Yeah, that's a special thing. Thank that's you so much. Back in the UK sports Absolutely charts. mega. We do actually have a little bit of live breaking news. Breaking, proper, breaking. Proper live breaking. breaking news. We signed off, but we came back. Yeah, the, the truth is we did actually end this pod, but we decided to change the outro because whilst filming, the FIA have released a document basically giving a load of people time penalties like literally what i said they were doing in f3 they were doing it after the race we knew it was coming come on spill it on me aston martin did an appeal after the race yep and because of that it has basically brought a load of stuff to light lando norris is now fourth lando norris car number four finishing fourth huge effort from the driver of the day how crazy is this? During the race, there was over 1,200 reports of cars leaving the track that the FIA wow, had to go for. really? 1,200. That's why it's only just happened That's now. insane. There is a lot of penalties. Carlos Sainz has dropped. He's got a 10-second penalty. Hamilton's got a 10-second penalty. Gasly's got a 10-second penalty. Albon, 10 seconds. Ocon, 30 seconds, Sergeant, 10 seconds, DeVries, 15 seconds, and Sonoda, 5 seconds. So what's the final grid now? The final grid, Verstappen 1, Leclerc 2, Perez 3, Norris 4th, Alonso 5 has moved up a place, Sainz 6th, down, Russell 7th has moved up, Hamilton 8th has moved down, Stroll 9th moved up, and Gasly 10th moved down. Wow. But wow. We have not after seen something change that much after a race before. 1,200 reports of people leaving the track. Look, there's either two solutions now. They need to be more relaxed with it. But then is that fair? Mm. Or the drivers just need to start driving properly? <laughs> driving within the lines. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see what happens at Austria next year. But what an amazing race. Lando Norris fourth. Love to see that. We really do need to get him on the Austria fastest lap. Leaderboard. We really, we do. really do we need really to get Lando do. Norris on the show. But until then, guys, hope you enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, see you guys on Thursday. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening to Pit Stop Podcast, Radio 5 Stars. Hit the follow button and we'll see you guys soon. Later. Goodbye. <laughs>